Welcome to the O Shift for Teens podcast. This is your host, Mark Tucker. This is a show dedicated to equipping teen parents and youth advocates with insights, tips, and outside-the-box thinking when it comes to shaping the lives of teens. Now, each week, I'll be joined by a thought leader in the field that'll help me tackle a new topic question that will help you better understand your teens and help them achieve success. You know, Muhammad Ali had his first fight. Alexander the Great had his first great conquest. The OSHA for Teens podcast today is having its start. It's our first episode, and I'm so glad that you're joining us as we start this journey. Now, many of you are already familiar with O-Shift. You've been following us. You listen to our audio blog. However you came to know us, uh, probably you heard the matriarch Jennifer Powers speaking at some conference or some training. Um, a few years ago, Jen and I got together, and this, this is the story, this is the backstory for you. Uh, we got together, and um, Jen was speaking at the time, and many of the folks that she spoke to um, in the adult audiences said, Jen, you got to bring this message, this O-Shift message to teens. And Jen would say, I don't know anything about teens, leave me alone. Well, we had started dating by then. And uh, I was an award-winning high school teacher at the time, and I happened to be already studying teens. And I said, well, heck, I can, I can help you write that book. So by the end of uh, 2012, actually September of 2012, we came out with the O-Shift for Teens book. We immediately went to work on a curriculum. I was able to pilot the curriculum in the high school I was teaching at. So the following year, we came out with the curriculum. One year later, we came out with a program for adults. Now, this was for more the um, at-risk population, and we came out with the O-Shift Workshop Kit. The following year, we came out with the teen version, the O-Shift Workshop Kit for teens, which has been huge. Many of you are facilitators of the O-Shift Workshop Kit. Uh, throughout the country and the world, people are using that program super flexible great for after school programs blah 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 then we came out the following year with a virtual program for virtual schools this year this is our release this podcast and you know this is the one that i'm most excited about because you get to tune in each episode and hear not just me but you get to hear a thought leader and we're going to talk about things that matter to you this show and all that we do is about you that's where my passion is, is to serving and helping you. So that's what we're going to do. Today, I have a wonderful guest on this show. Um, Morgan Rich is an author. Uh, he's actually local and a friend of mine, so he's a great person to have on the show. We already recorded the interview. You're going to love it. Uh, I'll get right to that. So thank you for listening. I look forward to having you with me each week as I get a new thought leader and as we really dig into things. All right, we're going to get right to the interview with Morgan Rich. Here we go. My guest today is Morgan Rich. Morgan is a relentless champion for teens' aliveness and vitality. He's the author of Launch Your Life, an essential guide to navigate the transition from adolescence to adulthood. His program, Survive and Thrive, is a powerfully honest and deep place for teen boys to be teen boys, utilizing their strengths and vulnerabilities. Morgan also leads and guides Find Your Path, a four-day outdoor rite of passage experience 
that creates memorable transitions for different phases of team development. Morgan Rich, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Good to be here, Mark. So great to have you on the call. You you know, you realize you're our first guest. I'm that's so fun. I'm like I'm so honored and, and uh <laughs> what a treat for me. So and congratulations. Like congratulations to you for getting this going. I'm really Well, thank excited. you. Yeah. You do you do realize there's no money compensation for this. I got that. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I got that part. But you know, seriously, like just just I I um I'm really conscious of like young people in the world needing support and and people who care about them. And so doing this is really really awesome and happy to be part of it. Well, I appreciate that. Now, um Morgan and I, we go we go way back, you know, a few years ago. We both are are here in Portland, Oregon. And a few years ago, Morgan and I, remember when we teamed up and did a, a kind of a soiree for uh, local organizations that were doing work with teens? Do you remember that? I do remember that. That was that was, uh, that was amazing that it was a couple of years ago. <clears throat> um, time flies. Time, time flies. flies. Yeah, and, and, you know, I mean, I think it, we're feeling reverberations uh, from that uh, soiree even still. I know a lot of those organizations we still are in contact with. It was a good opportunity to get people in touch. And really, that's that's one of the purposes of this show. It's it's really to give people support, give organizations that are working with teens support. Now, one of the things that I do, uh, of course, Morgan knows this, but for our listeners, is I I tell potential guests for the show, I give them a list of potential things, questions, that we topics that we can talk about. And I, I sent Morgan, he's our first guest, I sent Morgan this long list of questions, and you ignored all of them, came up with a question of your own. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, yes, thank you. I, I tend to be sort of good at that. It's probably actually one of the themes we'll end up talking about here, but um, the, the, path not, the path not necessarily taken. That's right. You, you do your own thing. And I love that about you, and I love the work that you're doing. And, you know, it's it's no mistake that you're our first guest. Morgan has a... An incredible heart for for young people, and uh, I definitely have been following what you've been doing for a long time, and honored to, that you are our first guest. Now, the the question that you chose that you chose is how do we set teens up for success in the modern world? And I and I found that interesting. How do we set teens up for success in the modern world? It, it was unlike any question that I had um on the topic list what was it about that what 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 comes to your mind when you you select that as a topic for us to discuss morgan yeah thanks um you know the the, the i'm i'm i frankly i'm like i'm worried about young people today and um um part of part of what i'm seeing is like i just like i feel like they feel very alone and i feel like um the kinds of the kinds of um I guess I often I often say to parents, you know, like when a kid is not motivated, I just say, you know, what do you think's going on there? And it might well be that the lack of motivation is actually really intelligent, right? It's like actually really smart because what they're looking at and they're seeing is they're saying like, wait a second, are these classes, is this program, is this thing that I'm involved in actually helping me be the person I want to be? So you're talking about kids that are, are aren't functioning very well. They're doing poorly, as, as far as our standards go, and so you're finding that they're lacking motivation. Sure, I mean I think that's a really common right. There's a really common thing of like kids being apathetic, kids being right. not motivated. There's even like the anxiety. There's a depression. There's all kinds of like screen time and drug use and things like that. Right. And like, how do we help them be successful? Well, one thing is we gotta like 
understand what's going on in their world. It's easy to blame them and say, well, the kid's not motivated or it's his fault. You know, you know he's, he's using drugs or he's doing this or she's like, you know, too much on her screen or this or that other thing. But they wouldn't be doing that, I think, if there wasn't something, a reason for it. And what, and what I would say is the reason is, is that they're not feeling seen, they're not feeling understood, and they're wondering, like, is this thing that everyone is telling me to do, get good grades, study hard, do a lot of homework, get into the right college, like, is that really setting me up for success in this world? Right. Do you think, do you think, do you think something's changed? Do you think we, we used to get that, but we, we get it less now? And if so, what's changed? Yeah. Good. That's a great, that's a great question. Um, I would say I, from my perspective, I would say yes and no. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, it's like school used to train us. Like the, the story used to work, right? The pattern used to work for most people in that, yeah. you know, you study hard you go to college, you get out of college, you find a, you find a career, you, you know, you go into it, you work, you do honest work, you make money, you support your family kind of thing. You know, that doesn't work anymore from my perspective. You know, so when I say like setting up kids for success in the modern world, I think we got to look at that and go like, that's not working anymore. And the faster right. we start to like really stop pretending that it is working and actually start to say like, what is it that we need for these young guys, you know, and gals? Then, right. then I think I think we're better off because it's like there's plenty of people who are doing that and then ending up graduating from good schools, not knowing what they want to do, pressed, just as lost, and now in massive amount of debt. Do you think? Okay, so do you think the change has been sort of in the school years? I mean, I think if I'm really honest, what I would yeah. say is the change has been that we started, like at least some of us have started to wake up and 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 start to notice that part of what success means in this world is coming at a great cost, meaning like the more like manipulative and harsh you are to people, sometimes the more money you make, you know? or the more like resources you use or destroy, the more, the more money you make. And so we kind of have this paradigm of like, of like, let's have more, let's do more, let's like more, 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 more. You know, and money, 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 money. And this thing is actually like a basic level of humanity and connection with the more than human world that um, that we've started to sort of have to pay attention to. I, I love that Human, humanity and connection with the world. Yeah. You, you see, you feel like that that has changed for for kids now. Yes, I feel like here's what I feel like they get it. I talk a lot about the soul and a lot about the gift you were born to give. Okay, so yeah. like, I really think that each of us is a unique being. We're here to give the gift we were born to give. And, and let me just huh. make that super simple. Everyone has a different body, right? You're yeah. tall, you're short, you know, you, grow, you go into puberty fast, early or late. You know, you have like big, you know, penis, big boobs, whatever it is. Like, like there's just like you just are who you are. Your parents get divorced or they don't. You get born into poverty or you don't. You get born in the United States or, you know, wherever. Like, like there's just basic levels of each of us has a very unique story, okay? So, like, I don't want, I don't want to get too, like, you got to find your soul. Sure. I mean, I, I do think that, but that's, like, level 10 of, like, you know, we're at level one. Well, you got to keep it simple for me, Morgan. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I said, you don't, know, don't go beyond level three for me. No okay, so, so you're born into a story. Yeah. 
you're born into a story and then you have this like that's part of your uniqueness. And then and then what you learn as you get older, really what I think is like when you're a little kid, you don't like you're dependent on your parents. You can't you, we can't survive as little kids. But in adolescence, what starts to happen is like that soul, that thing inside of you starts to come alive and starts to say like, look, I want it like I'm big and I'm in, in like in like I want to change the world and I'm like passionate and I like, you know, like I'm, I'm on fire and ready to go. And then you like walk into a school building and you're sitting in math class and it's like, all right, please computate the equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, wait a second, what's happening there in front of me is not matching this thing going on inside of me. You know, so like we come alive and like what I feel like how we help teens survive the modern world is we got to have adults ready to see that moment when they come alive and like reach in and say, I want more of that. It's not crazy or stupid or broken. Like we want that thing inside of you. Mm. We want to help you get it out. Oh, gosh, I I can remember that. And social studies is is a topic I taught in in high school. Um that that's a great opportunity to you you just see it happening with kids they're like yeah social social justice is just one area that I think you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. and you can just see it you kind of click for a lot of kids it's like oh god I'd love to fan that fire but we got to move on to the next units you're right yeah. I mean it's a reality we got to keep moving buddy uh, we're not going to capitalize on that that passion I guess they're they're stuck to kind of go out on their own and do it but if but it's just so ripe. And you're right. I think we missed the opportunity. Yeah. And I call that like that to me is is starts to be like the trap and something they call it the trance of the modern world. But we're like, no, sorry, we can't stop at that moment where you're feeling really passionate because we have to stay up with the standards or we have to stay up with the test or like we have to, you know, we have to get you ready for something else. And then we're like, we like like we got to stop missing those moments. Well, you know, and I don't want this to be, you know, to, to be too, super down on schools. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, Morgan, when I was in school, I learned to cook. I learned to bake. I learned to set a table. I learned how to swim. I learned yeah. sculpture and painting. I learned how to yeah. weld. I learned how to wire a lamp. I learned how to woodwork. I learned so many things that my kids simply don't have the opportunity to do um, yeah. that that gave me sort of multidimensional aspects of, of my passion. Now, I don't know if this is exactly what you're saying, but I think that something has definitely changed within our, our school structure where for some reason with my kids, if you weren't reading when you were in kindergarten, you were somehow uh, failing. And I was, I certainly wasn't reading in kindergarten, uh, and I'm, I've done just fine. So I feel like some of what you're talking about is relevant. I feel like you're, you're talking about what what these kids are experiencing isn't relevant to the passions that that is inside them. That's great. That's great, Mark. And I and I want and I also I want to say like I I have been for a long time really mad at schools. I had a bad experience in school, and mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time like really pissed off and blaming schools. And I'm sort of done with that. In, in yeah. the sense of like, you know, like, like, I don't, you know, I mean, I wish they were really different, but I think we have to stop being oblivious consumers of that institution right now. Like school can be really useful and a yeah. really good training ground for right. coming alive, but it's not the holy grail of what we're doing. Yeah, and I agree. And, and, and the last thing I want for this show to be is, is a, a bitch fest. And that's, it's certainly not what I want to do. So what I'd like to do knowing with 
what we're sort of dealing with. So school has changed perhaps and, and sort of yep. what what supposed success in school has certainly changed because success now is I guess doing well in math and English. Um so that's that's certainly changed. So if that's the the system we're dealing with, how do we help uh folks because many of the folks that are listening to this show are youth advocates, they work with kids in, in a sort of an after school capacity, or they're administrators that want to make it you know, make improvements for, for kids as well. Uh their parents who want to uh take the structure that they've sort of found themselves in and um help their kids navigate through it. So how do we do that? I mean, knowing knowing things are as they are, I mean what could we do uh back to the question which is uh how do we set teams up for success in the modern world? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's if we can really start to work to see and understand kids on their terms and stop blaming them for a lot of the challenges, meaning like following the difficulty. Yeah. Cuz then inside of that are human beings who I promise, I mean, I just know this about myself because I was there and I yeah. and these young guys that I, you know, like I know that they have passion, that they want to make a difference. They want to, they like want to be engaged in the world and they're struggling and, and it's easy to blame them. But if we start to look like really work into that some and say, okay, who is this person? Why is it that they're so angry and sad and, and upset? You know, and then what can I offer them and how can I look for those moments when they're like, there's just a spark of their soul, of their like gift, of their genius, of their ability, of their passion, talent, whatever it is, and 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 flame that, right? Just like yeah. you said, like flame that sucker, or just notice it. Okay, man on the man on the street or parent who's got their kid and and it's sort of day in and day out, and they've sort of been in that traditional mindset where it's like, are you kidding me? Um, you told me you did your homework. I'm, I'm being real practical here. You told me yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you've done your homework, uh, but I see uh, here you've got you know, tardies up the gazoo. You're doing you, you you don't have a job. I've been bugging you about all these things. You're apathetic. You're dragging. I have to remind you a million times to brush your teeth. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you say to that that parent or the or the person who's working with teens in so many organizations across the country who you know, feel like they're just dragging these kids along, trying to help them, and the kids won't sure. even get on board. I mean, sure. so so practically, like, what do you what do you do in that moment? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, one is I just want to like call out to everyone working with kids and just say thank you. Like, it's a massively under resourced space. Of yeah. We don't have it to do the work I'm really talking about. It takes a huge amount of patience and heart and 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 resource. I mean, you you have to be rested. You have to be, you know, not have 20 kids pounding on your door, you know. So there's that whole element of, of you know, are we really setting, are, are we really committed to having our young people do this work, right? There's right. that whole question. So I just like a call out to everyone in it because it's beautiful, important work. And I think everyone in it is in it because their heart is in the right place. To your question, you know, of like, so what do you actually do? I think it's, um, what I try to find is, is again, it's like the moment, so the, the kid is struggling. So one is starting to ask the question and, like, be curious. I like curiosity yeah. around why are, all the, why are all those tardies happening? You know, why is it that the homework is such an issue? Um, 
why is it they aren't going to the tutoring class that's available right after class that they have time to go to and yet they just aren't walking in the door? Like what like like just being curious about something mm-hmm. is something's missing. And and in that place you can start to notice moments where like they maybe start to engage, like they try to do their homework or they or they like try to ask the girl or boy out. Or they like you know, they make some move that's like them trying to get out of the the trap that they're in because they don't want to be there, you know? Like, it doesn't feel good to be, like, failing and behind and not doing your work and, like, everyone, you know, it's like that does not feel good for them. So they they want out. And when they, like, so you got to, like, help them build their way out of there slowly, like, just slow moments of acknowledgement of of seeing their effort, of seeing them, you know, either in pain or, like, you know, making some kind of like, you know, courageous move and you just keep seeing those and hope that it builds, you know, yeah. um, and be willing to hang out in the discomfort of it. Cause it's like, it's hard. I, I love what you just, just one of the things that you said there was that the, the concept that they don't want to be there. I mean, we assume that they're dragging their feet because they're resisting our efforts to change them. They, they really aren't comfortable with, with what's happening for them either it's just that they don't necessarily know how to navigate their way out of it correct and really what i would say is like what i'm what i'm really wanting to do with my work and just being who i am in the world is to say like i know that there are both parents and administrators and teachers and 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 families and kids out there who who are are connected to that part of them that wants something different that wants to feel the vitality and aliveness um, inside of them. And it's confusing because we get trapped in, in like thinking that, you know, like in all the, in all the grades and homework and all this kind of stuff. And, and then like the question is, well, what if I don't do that, what do I do? Like, where do I go? What are the other possibilities or options? Yeah. And, and I just like to say like, I am working hard to occupy the space of when you're when like people are ready to just be in a different conversation and wonder like what else is possible or like how do I actually like go after vitality and aliveness or like start to listen to my kid or like show the love that I have or like do that. So like I don't know that I have answers necessarily. Right. I am at least wanting to say, let's explore. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I am in the game every day of trying to figure out how do we help these young guys and again, families find what they're what, like, we want to be connected and we want to be successful and we want to be like alive in ourselves. I love it. I, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a place of inquiry. It's a place of exploration. It's a different mindset than judgment. And, uh, you know, with all due respect, we, we tend to get in that mode sometimes. Morgan Rich, I appreciate you so much for the work that you're doing. It sounds like that you have uh, so much more to say about this. I feel like we could talk all day. What do people do to find out more about you? What, uh, what's going on next for you? Um, yeah, so Morgan at playhuge.com is my email. And then okay. www.playhuge.com is my website. And please, you know, they can call or email or whatever. I have, like, really exciting programs for parents. I've got an online program, um, um, a video chat each week. We have people from... Um, all over the world actually involved in that, which is really cool. 
just support support and understanding going into these spaces with parents. I have a group for men that's coming up. And then, of course, there's like what you mentioned before, survive and thrive. Like, I just really, really care about families and young people, and I'm really committed to them um, having a voice in the world where they know that they are not um, crazy or broken or, you know, that, that, that who they are is really valued and honored and helping them find their way and helping them find the gift they were born to give. I'm in that game. Yes, and I know that about you. I and, and what you said a little while ago, uh, two uh, advocates, uh, all the hard work they do. I say double for you. Your your heart is just so wonderful and pure, and I just love the work that you're doing. And and folks, uh, go check out Morgan at uh, Morgan at Play or that's your email, Morgan at uh, PlayHuge dot com. Uh, but your uh, website is www.playhuge.com. dot com. Thank you so much, Morgan, for being on the show. I'm guessing that someday down the road. We have to have you on the show again. Hey, I'll be back. I'm anytime. Nice. And, and congratulations. I hope it goes well. I will be listening and uh, and thanks for all the work you do. It's beautiful. Right back at you, buddy. All right, talk to you soon. Yeah. That interview, of course, recorded earlier. And Morgan Rich, you could just tell how much passion he has for the work that he does. Love getting to know him. Love having him on the show. Makes me very proud. Loved having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to next week when we have a brand new thought leader, a brand new topic question. Be sure to join us next week. And in the meantime, head over to oshift.com. If you haven't already downloaded your very own free copy of the best-selling book, O-Shift, well, there's just no excuse. Head over there and do that. You can um, search around. We're very proud of our website. You can find our audio blogs that come out weekly, uh, a lot of fun with uh, Jen Powers and myself. And then you can find out how you can become a facilitator of the O-Shift Workshop Kit or our curriculums and find out why people all over the country and all over the world are using this super powerful material um, to uh, get through to their kids and make powerful impacts with them. So Go check it out. Again, thank you so much for being part of this first show and uh, as we uh, gear up for a long journey together. All right, we will see you all next week. All right, bye-bye.